You are listening to the Three Count Podcast. Now, can you dig that? Sucker! I'm Dylan Chambers with Benny Hobden, as always. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to look at all the latest news around the world of pro wrestling, break down the card for AEW full gear, and uh, give some odds and our predictions. Plus, we've got a great draft for you today. We're uh, going to draft the best combat sports crossover athletes. So, uh, Benny, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Good deal. What's going on, mate? How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. I uh, I just completed an edit for uh, KO's exclusive Rey Mysterio interview, which is going up uh, on Monday. So, nice. Very, very, to it, mate. very exciting. So, there's some good stuff we got out of Ray. Apparently, he now thinks losing the mask made his career. So, uh, tune in to, to find out what Ray thinks about losing the mask and Bischoff and Heyman. And there's plenty, plenty oh, going on there. It's juicy. It's looking forward to that. Very so juicy. Did you say Monday? Monday afternoon, it will be going Beautiful. up uh, on KO. So uh, check it out. Um, now, as we always say, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button for us. If you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, hit the follow button. Let's get straight into it, Benny. What is happening in the news? Mate, well, it's a big AEW week, obviously, full gear and everything, but there is a lot of WWE stuff we need to quickly touch on. Releases galore. Like everywhere. seems to be seems to be a bit of a common theme now. <laughs> but every yeah, every time we talk, it does seem to be happening. But I'll just rattle off a few names. So we've got okay, I've got to look them up. That's how many there are. We've got Keith Lee and Mai Yim, obviously a couple married. Uh Nia Jax. Well, we're that's, not too that's, sad about that. That's a big one though, I think. Well, yeah, you could say that. Uh carry on cross and scarlet. You'll be sad about this one. Eva Marie. Uh, oh, the the absolute, you know, instant classic Eva Marie, they call her, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, great, great performer in ring. So very good. What performer. Vince was thinking of when he brought her back, but anyway. Uh <laughs> very true. Actually, uh, no, and- I probably do know what Vince was thinking. Yeah, we all know what Vince was okay. thinking. That clear demographic, mate. We know what yeah. he was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh Ember Moon, uh Lucha House Party, Oni Lorcan, Frankie Monet, and then Harry Smith as well. That's yeah, that's big. Uh, Frankie Monet, she's uh, John Morrison's fiance. Yeah, what? yeah, wife, fiance. Yeah, yeah. So well, that's another one. I did, I did see that um, the Lucha House Party guys had asked for their release. So yeah, right. uh, something, but yeah, a lot of big names going. Keith Lee, I mean, it just does my head in there. They like they and Carry On Cross. They've repackaged these guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know they they have been given a let's be fair shit gimmick by Vince. <laughs> No, and, Vince wouldn't do that. And, and they can't pull it off, so they get rid of him. Like, uh, it's... Oh, I'll tell you head. what, though. Cross will be happy that he doesn't have to wear that bloody thing over his head anymore. Oh, I, I don't know why they thought that would sell as well. In any case, uh, he, you, you know you know who else doesn't like it? Mick Foley. Really? He, he's, uh, he has been very uh, loud on social media as to his displeasure with all these releases and how they're handling them all wrong. Well, fair enough. I was just going to say, so I've read somewhere that they've lost more than 70 wrestlers this year alone. Isn't that crazy? In release. Like, that's a whole other company. So they've released these wrestlers because of budget cuts, but apparently last quarter they had a $278 million revenue. So, yeah, I can see they, they definitely need those budget cuts for sure. Yeah, Vince, Vince needs a new house in Connecticut or something yeah. like that, mate. So uh, Anyway, uh, moving on, what else? We've got uh, Undertaker was at the Cowboys game last week. Obviously, WrestleMania is going to be at AT and T Stadium. So I, I did see he was he was shaking hands with Jerry Jones and George W. 
George W. Was, yeah, so do, what do you think with Undertaker? Will he attend or will he be at WrestleMania? So he, he did an interview with the Dallas Morning News, I think the day after, and they asked him, you know, will he be back? And he basically says he doesn't have it anymore. He said yeah. he, he can't give the people what they paid for. His time has come and gone, but that, uh, you know, he could walk through and get through a match if he needed to. So mm-hmm. it's still, he, he, he closed the call. door, but then left it a little bit ajar. Yeah, okay. Well, hey, he could be the host of WrestleMania or something like that. Exactly. That'd be perfect. The Dead Man host. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Speaking of actually the Dead Man as well, did you watch that Netflix New Day and Undertaker? I I tried to. I think on my Samsung TV, it would not let it work. So uh... Uh, It was tough. I'll tell you what, I only made it about 10 minutes in and I couldn't do any more of it. So You couldn't choose your own adventure with the New Day? I was trying. It was just really tough. It was was hard to do. Yeah. Moving on to what else? We've got 24-year anniversary. The Montreal Screwjob was on Wednesday. Ah, nice. Well, they do day. have a terrible uh, day in wrestling. Oh, brilliant day. Brilliant day. <laughs> Finally, they got rid of Bret Hart um, uh, and, and Shawn Michaels stood tall. Um, but yes, they've, they've got a few documentaries on SBS On Demand, which you should all check out. Um, they're the, the special in-depth looking at one superstar docos. I can't remember what the channel is that did them over in the States, but they're really good. And they've got a Bret Hart one, which obviously yeah. it goes into in depth and then, you know, him getting back with Vince and getting back with Sean. And uh, yeah, it's really interesting. I was literally listening to a podcast last night, uh, something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard and they were going over it as well. It was like in depth. It was pretty good. Oh, nice. So well, it was, it was an old one, but it was just a rewind that they put out because obviously it was a 24 year anniversary. So yeah, nice. give that a listen. It's pretty good. Well, speaking of podcasts, I'll just jump in. Yeah. Someone has a new podcast. Rick Flair. Rick Flair is back and uh, he's about to do a Woo! new podcast. It's called Rick Flair Woo Nation Uncensored <laughs> with, uh, with Mark Thompson. Madden, Jerry Briscoe and JBL. Yeah, right. JBL. That's interesting. Yeah. Interesting stuff. So, I mean, Uncensored Rick Flair, that's like he's yeah. not in enough trouble already. <laughs> Yeah, look, I don't know if anybody will be listening to that, to be fair. <laughs> uh, what else in the news? We've got just a quick one. Chelsea Green's talking to Playboy. For all those kids out there listening, look away. For all those in our age demographic, then tune in. Great, great uh, article. Good articles. Great article. <laughs> uh, the Rock is teasing a return to WWE. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I did see he kind of rubbished a, a return for, for WrestleMania this year. Um, yeah. But... He's definitely saying there's another run in him, he thinks. He did mention title running one stage there, and I was like, oh, I don't know about title run. Come on, Rock. Yeah, he might get a title shot. That could make an interesting yeah. match. But but obviously, it'll be him and Roman at some stage. Well, not WrestleMania, though. So what are we thinking? SummerSlam next year, maybe? Possibly. I mean, you can't, you can't really have a title run while you're out campaigning for being president, right? Well, is that going to happen? It'd be pretty interesting. <laughs> US president and WWE champion at the same time. Well, we've had a US president that's fought in the uh, WWE ring. Well, uh, in, the fight, w- but in the WWE Hall of Fame. He, yeah, there you go. He did cost... Uh, whose hair did he cost? Vince. Vince's hair. There you go. Um, just one other thing. Can we just take a second to mention Seth Rollins' drip at the moment? <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. That was just a quick the, one. The drip you. god. Yeah. The, the absolute drip god. Every Every week, I'm like... Uh, I would love that suit, but I could not pull it nah, off. 
Definitely couldn't pull it off. <laughs> and then Becky's pulling out some weird hairdos and some good stuff at the moment. There's a couple goals there, I tell you. Yeah, the drip king and king and queen for sure. Uh, War Games has been announced for December 5th, NXT. So uh, that'll be good. Obviously, without the Undisputed Era for the first time. So yeah. Don't know who's going to be in it, but especially with all these all these new guys. Hopefully, uh, our boy Daniel Vito, Zion uh, Daniel Vito, Quinn. Zion Quinn uh, gets a gets a bit of a run. I saw they uh, they took the takeover name off of War Games now, so hopefully they'll just kind of get rid of takeover. Takeover. Like, well, they'd be up to hundred by now, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, I don't think it needs to be on there. Nah. Uh, and then R.I.P. to Judy Bagwell, the original. <laughs> that was. That was really heartfelt. That looked it was, really heartfelt. There. It was, you know, I loved Buff back in the day. God, yeah, he was the stuff, and the ladies just can't get enough. But yeah, the original on a forklift lady, Judy Bagwell, rest in peace. R.I.P. Judy, former WCW Tag Team Champion with oh, Rick Steiner, no. did not actually compete, but was, you know, through uh, elimination, uh, was given the title by Rick Steiner as, wow. as his partner. You just, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if she actually got in the ring. Like, that would be, that they would did put the title on David Arquette at one stage, I mean, but he's at least redeemed himself a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Um, uh, speaking of WWE crossovers, perfect for this podcast, Colby Covington at the uh, UFC last week came out to Kurt Angle's music. What, what a way... What a way to lean into people hating you, right? Yeah, just steer into the skid. The crowd were going crazy. Just the you suck chance nonstop. <laughs> it was brilliant. Um, and then he kept his heel persona going in the post-fight press conference. And this was just his quote. He said, you might see me in WWE one day, but I don't think you're going to see me in a second-tier promotion like AEW. Shots Ouch. fired. Shots fired. Well, that's just him. He needs to get some yeah. clicks and that kind of stuff. So... Um, and then that's pretty much it. Oh, one last thing. Bray's about to star in a horror film, his own horror film. Um, it's it's going to be a bit different. So they've said that it's a crossover between Ichi the Killer, which is a Japanese action horror film I've never heard of, and Xenadu, of all things. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. That could be anything. <laughs> but, hey, it's Bray. Well, horror film that, that fits Bray to a T. To a T. Um, so that's about it for me. What's going on? Have you got anything else? I mean, it's been a been a few weeks since we've we were last on air. Since then, we've had uh, John Moxley uh, pull out of everything AEW and enter the, an, an alcohol treatment program. So best of luck to John yeah, Moxley out there. Respect to that. Good luck. Um, it was a uh, and CM Punk uh, did a did a promo the following week and just basically gave him a big shout out. And you know, it seems like he's getting a lot of support. So that's that's really great. Um, so he's pulled out and uh, Miro took his place uh, in the title tournament, title eliminator tournament. We'll get to that a little bit later. Um, speaking of AEW, uh, Brian Danielson has come out and said that the contract that he signed is for three years. So we've got, got a good few years of, of Brian Danielson in AEW. Um, Young Bucks hinting at a possible KO reunion. Kevin Owens. Ooh. They uh, changed their Twitter bio. They love their Twitter bio, the Young Bucks. Changed it to MROW, which references uh, the PWG faction Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore which yeah. they are in with Kevin Owens uh, and Adam Cole. So he I did, reckon they're just, they're, they're just teasing. They're, they're just teasing. teasing. They love a good tease. Kevin Owens did mention the possible length of his contract on Raw a few weeks ago. So you never know. Never know what will Especially happen. Especially with WWE at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. We had um, Kalisto showed up on AEW under the name Samurai Del Sol. 
team with Triple A's Aerostar take on uh, your boys, FTR, uh, Las Superanas. Las Superanas. For the Triple A tag team titles. Unfortunately, they were not successful, but good to see Kalisto getting a bit of a run. Um, we now get into a little bit more WWE stuff that I've seen in this, this Becky Charlotte situation. Mm-hmm. So we had the, the kind of botched title handover, which was all the talk. Uh, so uh, Becky did an interview for Sports Illustrated. They asked her about Charlotte and she said, basically, we don't talk anymore. We used to be best friends. That locker room now needs a hero and I'm happy to be that hero. That, that sounds like a, that doesn't sound like a shoot interview though to me. That sounds like. It doesn't. It's all, yeah. They're trying to K-fabe. sell tickets. That's kayfabe for sure. They're trying to sell tickets. So they're probably doing a good job of it. Uh, what else we've got? We've got Kyle O'Reilly's contract is sent to be, set to be uh, up at the end of next month. Now I have literally just seen, I have Rampage on uh, right next to me. Uh, Bobby Fish and Adam Cole helping each other out. Yeah. On, uh, on AEW Rampage. You know, uh, the Young Bucks did say there was no dispute Disputed, yeah. as to who uh, who ran AEW, but good to see what a bit the of quote? a... There's, there's, this is no dispute. This is the All Elite era. That's right. So, come on, like... That's right. But, uh, yeah, Bobby Bobby Fish and Adam Cole kind of having each other's back at the Maybe. moment. So. There we go. Yes. Gold. Oh, he's got the gold. shirt on as well. Got the shirt on. Uh uh, so Survivor Series teams have been named uh, oh, yeah. and changed quite a bit. Um, so for Raw, we have Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio, and Bobby Lashley. Stacked. Uh, stacked team. Now for SmackDown, we had a bit of a change, which just happened on SmackDown just then. So we've got Drew McIntyre, Xavier Woods, Baron Corbin, and then Jeff Hardy and Sami Zayn had a match with the loser being eliminated from the SmackDown team, Sami Zayn lost that match. You know, it goes back to the whole conspiracy theory. So Uh, Sami Zayn is no longer a member of Team SmackDown. We've also had a change in the women's team. So for Raw, uh, we have Belair, Ripley, Morgan, Carmella, and Vega. SmackDown, we have Banks, Baszler, Shotzi, Natalia, and we did have Aaliyah, but Sonya Deville eliminated her for no reason. Uh, Aaliyah won her first match on SmackDown was uh, ecstatic and then after the match Sonya Deville said congratulations but you're no longer on Team SmackDown so Team SmackDown are missing a guy and a girl from their teams at the moment that's right that's right we'll look forward to see what's happening there and lastly it's a big name or something that comes back that'd be good that would be good lastly a bit of a football crossover we're big football fans here the XFL planning to relaunch in 2023 and is co-owned by The Rock yeah, he bought it um, a couple of years ago. So Yeah, so uh, they've got a new president in Russ Brandon who's been working with the Buffalo Bills for over 20 years. So, uh, yeah, it could, could be interesting. Some knowledge, at least something actually going on. That, like, could be interesting. With all these, uh, you know, not to get too inside baseball, but with all these uh, NFL email releases, you know, maybe the XFL will be the only competition by then. <laughs> Yeah, well, what is this, the, the fifth incarnation of the XFL? Or yeah. Third, I don't know. Vince has tried a couple of times, so. Hopefully they get it right this time. I mean, they're yeah. on the right track. The COVID obviously hurt them a little bit, but. Yeah. Um, but that's it for the news. So uh, let's I get think, into the big card. I think gear. it's time to get into full gear. Now, this year's full gear is the third edition of the pay-per-view. It started in 2019 in Baltimore. John Moxley defeated uh, Kenny Omega in an unsanctioned lights-out match. 
in the main event. Interestingly enough, AEW were fined 10K because, uh, because of this match, which involved bleeding, because the Maryland Athletic State Commission do not allow intentional bleeding in pro wrestling shows. 10K, that would have actually probably set Tony Khan broke, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pocket change for, for old Tony. He just he blows his nose with 10K. Yeah. So it um, also in 2019, Jericho successfully defended the AEW World Championship against Cody. And because he lost, Cody will never challenge for the AEW World Championship again. And he's backed that up recently. He came out and said it again, or probably a month or so ago, that he still sticks by that. So good for Cody. So, yeah, sticking to his guns, you know, yeah. it's actually good to see. Uh, in last year's edition, John Moxley defeated Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match for the AEW World Championship. And in the final of the first eliminated tournament, we actually saw Kenny Omega and Adam Page go head to head with Omega winning that one and going on to win the title. So it's come full circle. It has. Or, or a full gear, you might say. <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. I love it. Of note, also in that pay-per-view, <laughs> Young Bucks and, and your friends FTR had a match for the AEW World Tag Team titles, which garnered a 5.25 star rating from Dave Meltzer. So an uh, over five-star match. Gotta love it. So a five-star Super Runos? Nah, something like uh, that. I'm on fire today. <laughs> something like that. Nice yeah, one. I got a now let's, let's, now. let's get into this year's event coming live from the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Let's start with the trios match. We have Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage against the Super Click. Now, these guys have had plenty of beef in the past few months. You know, it should be a fun match. Definitely a fun match. I'm up in the air in this one. I just don't know who to pick. Now, I, I checked the odds the other day and they were even, but they have since now changed. Super Click is $1.57 and Jurassic Express and Christian Cage are $2.25. So I, I'm, I'm going with the favorites. I, I'm going Super Click as well. I've, I've made up my mind. I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going Super Click, but it, it should be a good match. It should be a cracker of a match. I mean, I feel like his, his reasoning behind going the Super Click. I think we'll get a build to a Cole v. Cage match. Um, yeah. Christian Cage match, not a cage match. And uh, <laughs> I think Jurassic Express, they need a legit win over the Bucks. And I think, obviously, having the, the trios match isn't a way to get the legit win. So I feel like they'll build to that. The super click win here will lead to both of those things happening. Yeah. I guess if uh, if the Express get the win over the Bucks, then they can have, like, that puts them up for a title shot, essentially. So Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We then have Sam Punk and Eddie Kingston. Now, this stemmed from... Kingston interrupting a punk interview backstage, which led to an amazing promo. Uh, feels like there's a lot of bad blood here. You know, it seems like there was from the promo, it's 15 years in the making. Eddie Kingston wasn't really happy when he came into the indies of how he was treated by guys like CM Punk. And uh, yeah, cra cracker of a promo. And this has just led to yeah a match I'm excited for. Yeah, it should be a great match, I think. I can't see Punk losing just yet, though, either. No, we've got Punk at $1.27 and Kingston at $3.40. Excuse me. Bless you, sir. Thank um, you. Yeah, very hard to go against Punk. He's got the winning streak intact. And yeah. uh, for me, I feel like no matter how many times Kingston gets beaten, it doesn't tarnish him at all. No, it just makes him look, like, it makes him look better. He gets over by losing sometimes. And yeah. he, his matches are so brutal, like, 
Some of those brutal. chops and stuff, brutal. We do love that word here. Uh, his chops and stuff like that, he just doesn't hold back at all. So no. I think CM Punk can definitely put him over even more. You know, this is this beat. is probably a good test for for Punk as well. You know, he's kind of, I mean, Darby Allen's a, a mid to high tier uh, guy, but. You know, he's never going to lose that, though, in his first match. So. No, no, exactly. But this could be a real good test of, like, how he can do the hard-hitting Brian Danielson-style, you know, yeah, hard-hitting, hard hard hard-smashing match. So, yeah, be a good test for Punk. But uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Money's on Punk, though. We then have AEW World Tag Team Championship match, the Lucha Bros against your boys, FTR. After FTR dressed up as Las Superranas to win the... I love saying that. Las Superranas. <laughs> um, to win the AAA tag team titles, uh, Lucha Brothers are ready to hand out some rep- retribution. We've got the Lucha Brothers at $1.22, FTR at $3.80. I'm taking the $3.80. Let's go. go my boy. They're my boys all of a sudden. I don't know how... I never used to like them at all. I actually really hated them. But As soon as you saw those green outfits, you were like... Everything nope. changed. It's, yeah, I think it's the name. It's Las Superanas. That's what it is, man. Like that old show, Masupalami. Do you remember that? Las Superanas. No. Masupalami. Okay. That must from just the, be me. I'm from the bush, remember, mate? From we the bush, mate. <laughs> okay. Um, um, I'm, I'm going to yeah, take yeah. The, the smart money of the Lucha Brothers. Uh, but I, I've just... Only because they haven't had the titles that long. That makes um, sense. But I can see FTR getting them eventually. Uh, yeah. Just not yet. This uh, it's it's a tale of two different, completely different styles though. This match as well. Oh, absolutely. Like, FTR are so old school, like just wear your opponent down. Whereas Lucha Brothers are like high flying and just like always on the move and stuff like that. So it's going to be a real grind. I think the the psychology in this match will be pretty good considering what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from what we've seen in the past from these two, it could be match of the night. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we then move on to MJF taking on Darby Allen. Yeah. MJF said that he and Darby were two of the four pillars of AEW, but basically MJF and the Pinnacle have been tormenting and attacking Darby Allen over the past few weeks, as well as Sting, as well as throwing some shots out, like saying they're going to put him in a wheelchair, like Sting's friend Lex Luger. Awkward. Getting a little bit real. Apparently Chris Jericho wasn't too happy with that, but um, MJF known for, for rubbing people the wrong way. Uh, we've got MJF $1.50, Darby Allen two forty. Yeah, I think this one could be a very good chance of being match of the night for me as well. Um, MJF, he's just going to slow the match right down. He's going to be his heelish best the whole way through. Um, Darby's obviously going to get his shots in. He's going to he's going to get his little offense on. But uh, when does Wardlow and Sting get involved? Uh, who's going to screw who? But uh, MJF is just the, you love to hate him. He's you just do. such a heel. Such he's, a good heel. He's brilliant. You know, I. Originally, I put him kind of on the level of the Miz, yeah. um, but he's starting to, yeah. I don't know. And maybe that's just because Miz is hampered by being in WWE. So there's only so far he can go with things. Miz is um, a little bit too comical these days and stuff like that. Exactly. He's sort of turned it a bit PG and family friendly and that kind of stuff. Whereas MJF doesn't care. Like he'll give the finger to his own mother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he just does not care. <laughs> He does not. I'm, I'm taking Alan in this one. And gonna, I, only because I see a Wardlow turn on MJF coming. Ooh, I'm going to take MJF. Go yeah. with the smart money. Yeah, um, smart money. There I, is a turn coming this is this pay-per-view. I, I do feel like there's a turn coming in this pay-per-view, but it's going to be later. Okay, okay. Look, looking forward to hearing it. Uh, we then go to the 10-man Minneapolis street fight in a circle and versus men of the year and American top team. 
plenty going on between these two factions, probably far too much, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Jericho seemingly on the end of a lot of American top team beatings. He was given a beating on dynamite and put in the walls of Jericho by Dan Lambert uh, the past week. We've got in a circle at a dollar 37 and men of the year, American top team at $2.80. $2.80. I don't mind that odds only because it's a street fight. I think it gives the, the guys that are inexperienced that chance to actually do some stuff and that. So if it, if it was just a straight wrestling match, then they're going to get found out real quick. So I think the fact that it's a street fight opens it up. Obviously, like Sammy, Jericho, Hager, Scorpio, and those guys, they're all going to carry the match mostly. And then Dan Lambert's going to be just running around looking like an idiot, I guess. And then uh, it'll be interesting to see what JDS and Olovsky do. But yeah, I'm I I'm actually going to say that they win. To be honest, I think top team win. All right. Well, I think I'm, I think Jericho will put them over. I'm going with the inner circle and the smart money. I. I think they need to find a way to win uh, without making Dos Santos and Olovsky look bad, which I think is why Dan Lambert's in the match. You know, everyone wants to see Lambert get his ass kicked. And uh, I think with the whole, you know, being putting Jericho in the walls of Jericho, it's just kind of yeah, making setting that, it up, setting it up. So uh, that's, that's my take on that one. Just on that as well, though, I did see that uh, somebody just pulled out of their next fight. Street G just Jorge Masvidal. So, I mean, Ooh. You know, if there's a chance there, he might show up. You never know. Could we see Jorge Masvidal? Okay, You'd love nice. that. Uh, we then move on to the AEW World Women's World Championship match. Britt Baker against Ty Conti. Baker is the absolute queen of AEW at the moment. We saw that with a Halloween hardcore match against oh. Abaddon. Thumbtacks. Talk about thumb. I thought Mick, Holy did, Mick Foley did thumbtacks well, but wow. A mouthful of thumbtacks then a super kick to the head. And then she, when she had her, like she was, oh, she just had her fingers in there. She was, Who thinks Ab- about that? Abaddon just kept coming. Like, I was like, what is going on here? This is- what, what was brilliant oh. too is, you know, Abaddon's, you know, like the zombie, right? The dead yeah, girl. Yeah. And obviously Britt Baker's finishing move is putting her fingers in someone's yeah. mouth. She starts biting on the fingers. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. That was, that was classic. But look, obviously Baker, Revel and Jamie Hayter, they've had their issues with Ty Conti and Anna Jay. So this should be a good one. Britt Baker, $1.12. <laughs> Ty Conti, 525. Uh, yeah, very short. 525. Oh, 525. Cash me up. We're on here. Britt's going to lose the title. Wow. It's happening. Wow. Okay. She's had it too long. I, 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 really I, I personally really don't think it's going to happen, but I need to mix it up. You know, I have to have a go. <laughs> this, is, this is the one. I'm taking the dollar 12. I don't see it happening. I don't see. I don't see the title going to anyone in the women's division except Jade Cargill right now. Oh, um, yeah, that's that's a good point. And, you know, there's a few WWE talents. <laughs> no, Jax. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. Do you want some water, mate? <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, possibly on the way. So maybe that could be a catalyst for her to lose the title. But So I mentioned this before and I said somebody's going to turn. I think that Rebel or Jamie Hayter could turn on the DMD. Ah, okay. So there has been a little bit of dissension in the ranks there. You know what I mean? So there has been uh Britt Baker left rebel to the wolves uh, on dynamite the other night. So yeah. And if Anna J comes out, gets involved, any of the dark order, like it, anything could happen. So it's just a little schmoz fest. Brit, okay. And then uh, maybe straight away, Britt will get like, get in a title shot back or something. And then like, it'll like be 
that Kane title run where he had it for one day and so yeah. got the title back. <laughs> that. Poor tie, poor tie if that happens. Uh, we then move on to the AEW World Ta- World Title Tournament Eliminator Final. Jeez, it's a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> we've got Miro against Brian Danielson when it looked like we were going to get Mox and Danielson, which would have been a classic. Mox pulled out, as we mentioned, but what a perfect spot for Miro to fill. Yeah, Miro, good to see him back. Yeah. Obviously coming off that loss to Sammy, so that cost him his title. So it'll be good to see him back. We've got uh Brian Danielson, a dollar sixty, Miro two twenty. I think Miro's gonna win this one. Oh. Now this might this might uh you know go on to show who I'm backing in the, the world title fight, but He's giving it away. I, I feel like if Omega loses the title, then Miro is the better challenger for Paige. When if Omega retains, then Danielson's better. So it kind of gives away my pick, but I think Miro's going to win. Well, I'll give mine away as well, and I completely agree with you and say Danielson's going to win. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we move on to the AEW World Championship match. Kenny Omega against Hangman Adam Page. Page, Omega. Has, been, Page <laughs> has been so close to the title. You know, he, he lost the match to crown the first AEW World Champion. Uh, you know, had his breakup with Kenny Omega, his rise back up and, you know, with the Dark Order helping him, should be a cracker, uh, should be a cracker. Page, very short odds, $1.12. I can't Omega, $5.25. Where would you ever get $5.25 for Omega? Anywhere, That's crazy. Ever. Like, he's, he's the best in the world. That is crazy. So, But, I'll, I'll, but I guess the odds makers agree with me. I think it's time to give Page the title. Omega's been an incredible champion. We can still get a lot more matches out of these two, but it's time. You think the Cowboys ready, do you? I think the Cowboys ready. Yeehaw. Well, okay, I'm going to go Omega. I think he holds on to it. It's going to be a great match. So they're both athletic dudes. They've got history. There's going to be bad blood there. It's yeah, it's it's going to be a great match. Do you reckon there'll be blood? I mean, mm. I mean, Omega signed the contract in Paige's yeah. blood, so yeah. There has to be. Well, he got hit with the camera, didn't he? And yeah. Then, Don yeah. Callis hiding Don, as a camera. Good old Don Callis. How could you yeah. not see it with him, even with that fake mustache and fake goatee? <laughs> All right. So there you have it. That is the card for full gear. We're going to move on to a, a bit more fun now. Not that that wasn't fun, but our three count draft, the best combat sport crossover athletes. Now, the, the caveat being that these people had to have an actual wrestling match in a promotion. I think that's fair. Um, I will draft first as you drafted first last time. Now it's, it's actually a tough one Oh one. I've got this guy just, you know, a tad above some of these others, but I'm going to take probably the greatest crossover of all time. Brock Lesnar. Here we go. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, five and three record, like still not the greatest record, but the most famous and probably the most, you know, dangerous of, of all the crossover athletes, I think. Yeah. Well, my first pick hasn't got the biggest MMA career, but I think the big name, Mr. Hollywood himself at the moment, Batista, I'm going to take Ooh. Batista. Batista. See, I, I didn't even see that he'd had an MMA career, so. It wasn't much of a career, that's for sure. I, think I mean, he'd, hey, it he'd still been counts. like a 45-year-old fat guy, so it was pretty much he fought me, yeah. and uh, he won. So Good job, Batista. But I just need um, a big name. I need the that's, Hollywood lights. So. Hey, that's, a, that's a huge name. Can you imagine a Lesnar-Batista match? That'd be pretty. Oh. That'd be a juicy match. 
That's some big man meat. So what is it? It's a big meaty men slapping meat. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that leaves me my second pick, which I wasn't sure was going to get back to me, but Sam Punk. Um, <laughs> what? The Owen Two MMA record, Sam Punk. No, it is not Sam Punk. I am oh. taking Floyd Money Mayweather, pound for pound, one of the greatest fighters of all time. Ooh. Took on Big Show at WrestleMania 24, Floyd Mayweather. Wow. That is big. All right. Well, to counter that, I'm going to have to take a boxer myself. I'm going to have to take the greatest, Muhammad Ali. What? Muhammad Ali. Now, I had to do a bit of uh, study but, for this hang one. On. Muhammad Ali's had a... Uh, a real, like, a, a wrestling match? 100%. June 26, 1976. It was billed as the War of the Worlds. He fought against Antonio Inoki in oh, Tokyo. Oh, Inoki, of course. Yes, mate. Oh. The greatest. Oh, I'm coughing at myself because I'm so <laughs> upset at that. But I had, to do, I had to do a lot of study for that one. A lot Muhammad of study. Muhammad Ali. I went deep in. I thought I was, I thought I had it with Floyd Money Mayweather. Muhammad Ali with, with a second pick. Um, all right. Woo. Well, uh, if we're going with heavyweight champions, oh. I think I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take another boxer. Oh, geez, we're boxing heavy here. I'm gonna take Tyson Fury. The Gypsy King the Gypsy is my King third is pick. Took on Braun Strowman at Crown Jewel in 2019. Tyson Fury. That's a good pick. Good pick. All right, I'm gonna take somebody who was a WWF Attitude Era staple and big in the MMA back in the day before UFC was even really that big. I'm going to Art take. Gun. <laughs> Speaking of him, he'll be mentioned in the uh, honorable mentions after this. Uh, Ken Shamrock. Ooh, I yes. love it. Yeah, he I love had it. Some, he had some great matches in WWF. Uh, I remember like some of his intercontinental matches against Triple H and stuff like that was good. He did. And I mean, Shamrock kind of paved the way for a lot of those. UFC guys. I mean, he was one of the one of the first huge names in UFC. Yeah. Um, and you know, his his match at UFC 40 against Tito Ortiz, probably one of the most important for the company. Yeah, um, sort of just really elevated it a little bit higher, you know. It I mean? did. So. That's that's a great pick. He's uh he's probably up there for me with Lesnar as you know, one of the the best at like, both. Yeah, at both, definitely. Yeah. yeah. We've gone for a few names here rather than that kind of stuff, but I mean, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I'm going to get back to MMA. I think I've done enough boxes. Um, the first woman to be inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. I'm taking Ronda Rousey with my fourth pick. Ronda Rowdy Rousey. That's, that's a good pick. It's and a good and pick. A, an amazing MMA talent. Um, obviously, she was unstoppable until Holly Holm, Holly Holm stopped her in, in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and then you know she had a she had a cool little run with WWE, so uh, she picked it up fairly back? well. Um, do, yeah. do you think she'll be back or what? Never say never, right? In yeah. WWE, you know she she had the baby. Yeah, she's, she's had, had a, the baby. She had yeah. the baby. I mean, it didn't take Becky Lynch long. Um, I think she'll probably enjoy being a mother for a while, but never say. I I think she'll be back to WWE before she goes back to UFC. Yeah, well, I don't think she'll ever go back to you. No. <laughs> no. Um, all right. My next pick, I'm going to take another MMA guy. Uh, another guy that was around back in the, the 90s. I'm going to take Dan the Beast Severin. Ooh, good pick. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He, he was. 
he was scary. A hundred. He's had over a hundred MMA fights. Wow. That's uh, that. sorry, over a hundred because he's got over a hundred wins. So it's probably a lot more than that. He he was around like UFC one, like he yeah. fought in that type. Like, like that's crazy. That is that is insane. Dan the B seven, great pick. All right, uh, with my last pick, I've got two MMA guys, two boxers. I'm gonna go a little bit. Someone else. I'm gonna take oh. a wrestler, and I'm gonna take Olympic gold medalist. Won the Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking neck, Kurt freaking Angle. Wow. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I guess that's fair. Yeah. But he, he, why was he number one? Well, you saved him for number five. Saved, so saved him for five. He dropped to me. Oh. I think because when we think of combat athletes, uh, wrestling's probably not the the top sport that you think of as combat yeah. sport, but. Sure. It's up there and I'll, I'll take it. Kurt Angle at, with my last pick at number five. All right. Well, to counter Kurt Angle, I think these two would have more great matches. I'm going to take Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. That's a great pick. Yeah. He was a beast in MMA, 14 and two. That's pretty impressive. That's a, that's a good record. Obviously, he's, he looks fantastic. Was he like 45 or something? He yeah. looks incredible. Um, I, I could only yeah. hope to be that jacked. Um, at at that age but yeah bobby lashley great pick great pick all right so for my five i have brock lesnar floyd money mayweather tyson fury ronda rousey and kurt angle benny you have batista muhammad ali ken shamrock dan the b7 and bobby lashley i'll be interested i'll be interested to see what the people think i think you might have me covered just Oh, I feel like that second pick just killed me. Muhammad <laughs> I Ali. am the greatest. How did I miss that? Um, yeah. Have you got any honorable mentions there, Benny? There's a few honorable mentions. Now, my favorite honorable mention out of this whole thing was Tank Abbott. Do you remember the WCW days when he came out? He tried to join Three Count. Yeah, yeah. Good old Evan Courageous and Shannon Moore. And, yeah, yeah, you know, respect to Three Count. Great name. Brought out his own little square because they used <laughs> to come out and stand on circles and dance and... Uh, yeah, so yeah, shout out to Three Count. And he's uh, a good, he was a decent MMA fighter, Tank Abbott. He I think he's an MMA fighter beforehand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, another honorable mention, boxer Mark Barrow. He was around in the Attitude Era. He had uh, Brock Lesnar's, <laughs> he's got Brock Lesnar's, he's at what, Sable? He was with Sable. That's right. Now Brock so, Lesnar has Sable. Yeah, that's weird. But that'd be a good match. There you go. <laughs> and, uh, you mentioned Bart Gunn before. Now, this guy ties in with Bart Gunn, Butterbean. Butterbean. I did think about Butterbean when I looked at this list. How can you forget about Butterbean? Yeah. So he obviously had that fight with Bart Gunn after Bart Gunn won the Brawl for All back in, yeah. uh, in the 90s. And that was the worst thing that WWE ever did. Oh, um, have you got any other honorable mentions? Yeah, I do. I have a few. Kane uh, Velasquez. Yeah. Obviously, he had that. That match with uh, Lesnar at Crown Jewel, uh, fourteen and three MMA record. Now sneaky one, Riddle. Riddle's actually got a pretty good MMA record at eight and three. Yeah, didn't he get kicked out of the UFC for smoking weed or something like that? That would not surprise me one bit. <laughs> would not surprise me at all. Uh, we've got uh, Jake Hager, who has the most NCAA pins in a single season, um, which is pretty big. Shayna Baszler, obviously, the record of fifteen eleven isn't the best record but nah. she was she was a, a beast when she was uh 
uh, fighting. Del Rio. Alberto, Alberto yeah. Del Rio, nine and five MMA record. CM Punk, as you mentioned, probably not going to be picked up anywhere. We uh, feel alone. Oh, and two. But uh, the last one I had was Minoru Suzuki, who uh, yeah. we recently just saw in AEW, has a 30 and 19 MMA record. So he's had a lot of fights. I reckon he would have won half of them just by looking at him and oh. staring him out of the cage, mate. That guy's yeah, exactly. scary. Exactly. Purely from the haircut. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What is that haircut? I thought that was scars or something on his head. They probably are, to be fair. He's a very scary looking dude. Well, that's our three count draft for this week. And that is it for our full gear preview. Thank you so much for joining us. As I mentioned, we'll post the fantasy draft up on the socials. You tell us who you think has the better top five. I think uh, think you did pretty well in the last one, Benny. So please give me some love. Uh, or, Or let us know if there's anyone you think we missed and who should have gone in the top five. We'll be back next week with our thoughts on full gear. Plus we'll preview survivor series and we'll have another, another great draft for you. Make sure you hit us up on the socials at three count pod on Twitter and Facebook at three count podcast on Instagram or email us three count pod at outlook.com. But Benny one against once again, thanks for your time. Thanks still. Always a pleasure, mate. I'll see you next week and uh, full gear should be massive. Enjoy full gear people.